0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q and A's and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. WWE is doing something they haven't done before with their female superstars on Raw and SmackDown, the queen of the ring tournament. We have dates when it's going to be on television. That is not all here on this Sports Key to Wrestling video. No, 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 no. What is the latest on this curious situation backstage with Carrying Cross? He was supposed to lose again to Jeff Hardy. Yes, the NXT champion, and his call-up to Raw has really been a ruffling many a feathers. We'll jump into this and much, much more on today's Sports Geek Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Watch out, watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch, watch out, out! Watch, out watch, watch, out, watch out. out! watch out! What's up, everybody? I'm Kev callum That is Jose underscore G underscore Official. Uh, this is Sportski Wrestling. Top story of the day, reaching you wherever you get your videos or audios. All right, and if you're uh, enjoying us, check out our channel. If you're listening on the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube's, subscribe to the YouTube. We are making that mark <laughs> to twenty thousand. We are we are within shooting distance of it. We're
1: close. We're over uh, there.
0: And- and uh, on our YouTube channel, we just dropped a bunch of exclusive interviews uh, that we just filmed last week. We're going to have two separate interviews with Natalia in like a matter of weeks, which is great. Uh, the Natalia one hasn't come out yet, but filmed uh, just this past Friday at SmackDown in Cleveland, Ohio. Our conversation with Big E and the Money in the Bank briefcase is in the interview. Uh, so, so he talks about all of that. Dolph Ziggler. We had a very lengthy conversation with Dolph Ziggler about how his, his former running mate that he needs to cash in that Money in the Bank briefcase correctly, and how that tag team, the Dirty Dowels, has really come together on SmackDown. So those exclusive interviews are up now on our YouTube channel. We'll be dropping the audio of that in our podcast channel probably uh, within uh, the next few hours. So that isn't enough. We also have Vince Russo covering money at Raw. Maybe we'll have different opinions on, on things about money at Raw. But let's talk about our lead story of the day, Jose.
1: Tell me about Queen of the Ring. That's right Kevin uh, everybody's been uh, talking about Queen of the Ring now for us uh, for several months uh but today Andrew Zarian uh who you guys know that we hold him in pretty high regard here on the show and he's done a lot of great reporting and uh and confirmed a lot of stories is reporting today that the Queen of the Ring tournament is scheduled to be on October 8th on SmackDown and October 11th on Monday Night Raw so this looks like it's going to be a similar type of layout like what they did with the King of the Ring, which was throughout several segments of Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Uh, but this this seems like it's going to be an event catered to Charlotte Flair. I might be 100% wrong on that, but it almost seems that way. What's your take on this, Kevin?
0: I think people were hoping for a traditional of the ring and i mean that in the sense of just a one night pay-per-view type tournament um but i can tell you there's a there's an issue with doing tournaments like that uh that i hear from many many other people in wrestling and the sense of for viewers it makes a lot of sense for watching on tv because every match you see kind of has a consequence to it i guess in person there's some issue with whether or not that is like the best thing to do and and maybe WWE feels that now especially with live fans being back that they want those rip roaring reactions so if we break it up and people are excited about queen of the ring and we put it on peacock would it mean more to television audience would it boost up a television audience would it bring in some new eyeballs to our television audience or bring some eyeballs back. If we did this on TV and we bridged the gap between our two main roster shows and Raw and Smackdown, I believe that's the thinking behind this, uh, you know, stepping back from it. Originally we were hearing that this would be a peacock special. I think there's a possibility. It still could be WWE has, they're they're not bound by this traditional pay-per-view concept. They have those house show dates. They could flip one of those into a production date. And if they wanted, you know, do the queen of the ring finals. Now, am I saying that's happening? No, uh but if this is something you're gonna do on tv i could see some people souring on it because oh it's got to be a one-night tournament all these different things that's on paper that makes sense i don't i don't know it with wb having that much television every single week that that makes sense there has to be tv shows that have just like we saw with aew they have that clash of the champions vibe where you have a tv show that means a little bit more you know i wouldn't be i would they did ladder matches on tv more i'd be like yeah you know like you remember what used to be a big deal if they did steel cage matches now on on live tv yeah absolutely yeah and and they would do one of those now every every now and again now i don't know if that means as much this should mean something i'm not opposed to the idea that it doesn't mean anything shout out to people watching from from australia if you're watching for the first time let's know where you guys are watching from west virginia mountain mama uh, so a lot of people sounding off it, on this here. You
1: know, this is a very interesting story, and I, and I totally get both sides of the coin. From a fanatic standpoint, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, well, we used to have King of the Ring on pay-per-view. We had, haven't had King of the Ring in pay-per-view. show Clash of the Champions type of deal yeah. over an episode of Monday Night Raw or an episode of SmackDown where all the brands are going to be included on that tournament. Um, I'm even not opposed to doing a Peacock special, but the problem is that when you – have one round on one episode because they're probably gonna do one match on one show, or maybe two matches on one show for one round conferences. There's there's yeah. one finalist
0: from each show, then there's so, a final. It's just wait,
1: it's just one way to stretch it out. But as a viewer, if I'm looking at this, I'm like, This is the first time tournament, you kind of want to make something big out of it, don't you think? I mean, maybe a weekend type situation. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Like saying that because they're doing it on TV, it suddenly isn't as big as if they did it as a special. It's just a write-off. You know what I mean? Like, because for lack of a better phrase, I think if they did this on NXT, people will be like, they're doing that breakout tournament and they're doing it across television because television where most people are going to see it. And then you're going to have a final at the takeover. Like, so you're going to get culmination in this. I don't think there's, I don't, it's bad logic. I do think there were some people that just got it in their heads. They're doing a pay-per-view. So if they don't do this pay-per-view this certain way that I got it in my head, I got it in my head. I'm getting Lesnar Lashley because enough people tell me that's the thing they're going to do. But you know who didn't tell you that was going to happen? WWE didn't tell you that was going to happen. <laughs> so I do think there is this kind of like, you know, the, the waves of the ocean of the WWE fandom go a certain way. And if WWE itself doesn't go that way, then, well, we, this is what we want. We were told we were going to get this. this. I want told- this. Somebody told me I wanted to get this, and I want it right now, Kevin. Exactly, exactly. Coming up here, we will cover some big news here on Karrion Cross and his status on Monday Night Raw. We'll also talk about this weird uh, new mascot in WWE that you've seen on screen, which is just curious and silly. Uh, we'll talk about all of that. Uh, do want to remind you guys, if you haven't done it already, go ahead and hit the like button. I know it seems like really tedious internet stuff but it really does help us hammer
1: it we hammer it all the time but it does help us out guys it helps us out with the engagement It helps Mm -hmm. us out with the viewership helps out with everything and the more you guys comment and we interact with each other it just puts the show on a whole nother level on another map so please engage with the show
0: there we go it's just simple thanks guys that's that's it that's it you know you're not paying no, no Patreon. No, no, it's okay. Just free, free, free content. It's like seven days a week, you know? <laughs> uh, so let, let's get into this other story. What is the status of carrying Cross on Monday Night Raw? So two weeks ago, he gets his uh, sudden call up to Monday Night Raw. This is the first Monday Night Raw back at, with fans. R- uh, you know, No entrance, which is crazy. He's the NXT champion. He has this incredible entrance. No scarlet. And he loses in two minutes to Jeff Hardy. Now, I'm not saying Jeff Hardy shouldn't get big wins, but they gave Jeff Hardy a flash win with his foot on the ropes over carrying cross. And people thought this very carrying cross, he lost his edge, and this is this is a shot from from the Vance uh, at the NXT locker room and all these different things. And I could say to some truth, yeah, they built that guy up at NXT and got him pinned in two minutes. What, what is going on here? But there was some trajectory here in terms of the storyline. Then Jeff Hardy gets COVID. So um, and for anyone else yeah, anyone yelling, yeah, anyone yelling at Jeff Hardy saying, "Oh, he didn't get vaccinated." No, you can, you can absolutely still be vaccinated and have a breakthrough case. He can be completely fine. He's just exposed to it. He has it it's transmissible. So stay home for two weeks and let's get this out of your system. That's 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 a non-issue. Uh, so what was going to happen was Karen Cross going to get his comeuppance here? On Jeff Hardy. Uh, he did get a comeuppance on Big Keith Lee, the man he uh, he defeated for that title not too long ago, the NXT Championship on Monette Raw. Fine match. I uh, don't know what favors it does for Keith Lee,
1: but tell me, what do you think is the status back here? What was the original plan? Alright, man. So, alright. Before I get into this story, I really want to make clear that I absolutely think the world of Karrion Cross, and the fact that they made, that he lost... Last week in less than two minutes, it's just an absolute disgrace and disrespectful towards the NXT champion. That is my opinion, not the opinion of Sports Kita Wrestling, or nor the opinion of Kev Kalvin. However, mm-hmm. but apparently they were gonna do this again, Kevin. They were going to make Karrion Cross lose for the second week in a row if Jeff Hardy would have not tested for. Covid nineteen. So mm-hmm. according to a Fightful Select report, he is saying that WWE definitely had planned to have Cross lose the rematch. Uh, saying, "quote We weren't told the specific creative direction following this, but that several members of creative, even more of the roster, were baffled at the idea to beat Cross, let alone a second straight week." So even this is coming from Fightful, even the guys from the backstage who are making the storylines for these guys are like, are you kidding me? Like, wh- why, why are we putting, why are we having cross lose two weeks in a row when he's the NXT champion? I don't know exactly what the storyline is. Rico made on my other show on Regan's wrestling made a really good uh, uh, prediction. He's like, maybe this is a storyline to retire Jeff Hardy. Maybe this is the way to bring in Karen cross wreck shop on, on Karen. But, you should have done that from the get. You shouldn't have make him made him lose in less than two minutes. But, yeah, but we don't know what the plan was. I mean,
0: I th- exactly. Uh, we we don't we don't know exactly what the plan was. If this is the plan that they were talking about doing, and Jeff was going to get another flash win, and Carrion's going to get even more mad. Like, how could I lose? How could I have all this momentum in and see him and then come here and this veteran who is not what he once was is able to get these wins on me. I think there's something interesting about that. No one was quiet about this. This wasn't something people were quiet about. So even when things aggravate WWE, they understand where it still provokes a reaction. So I know that may piss people off. Well, guess what, guys? You got work there in that regard. You know, they, they got you talking about the show. So definitely is interesting thing here. Uh, other people with different takes here uh, saying... Uh, in the chat who are with this live carry Kross should not have lost his debut match on Raw, says Dan. I agree with that here. Um, and, and people saying they're still going to put them in a feud. You know, at least these people are still going to feud. Who knows? You know, uh, hopefully this, this passes and Jeff Hardy's fine and we can have him out there and he gets fed to the monster that is carrying Kroll.
1: Even on Monday night, this past Monday, it was a very hard decision for me for really who to root for because one of the reasons I really hold Karrion Cross in, in such a high regard is because he's one of the few Puerto Rican champions that are out there. Like, okay. if you guys didn't know, Also Karrion bald,
0: Kross, also goatee.
1: Bald, goatee, and yeah. Puerto Rican. So, you know what? He's going to go on the top of my list. Okay. He's going to go on the start, top of my just, list. You're just rooting for that guy. I'm just rooting for the guy for the because they're getting some representation. Jim Ballard and Sheamus are
0: out there. You know, exactly. The, like the I, Irish kid is like, all right, I'm yeah, on board.
1: Represent- it's yeah. a form of representation. And I told, and that's one of the reasons why I hold him in such high regard. But man, even this past Monday, I absolutely am a huge fan of Keith Lee. And it was a really tough decision for me. Like, damn, who goes over on this? But I think the right decision was made. By having Karen Cross beat Keith Lee. And also, um, everyone
0: is like, oh, they're burying Keith Lee. They're burying. No, he got an entrance on TV. You aren't buried. They, they think something of you. They let you have an entrance on television. Uh He also came back and had a match, competitive match, with the world champion immediately. Came back, had a competitive match with the NXT champion immediately. Did he lose those matches? Yes. But to say he's buried is ridiculous. Don't misuse yeah. that word. You can't hold a shovel and then say, and and nothing's dug, and then say someone's buried, you know? So (laughs) calm down in that regard. Uh, Steven Chambers texting and saying, Don't like cross on raw. It it does give the match uh, a way of Joe versus cross. You know, what does this do for the angle that cross has over NXT? Yeah,
1: that's a really good question. That's a really good question because it almost seems. Like even though NXT is under the WWE brand, right, the, the, that umbrella, it's in its own universe because they're not really acknowledging what happened on Monday Night Raw. The only acknowledgement of Cross being on Raw is Samoa Samoa Joe ha- calling out during a promo, "Oh, you got Cross showing up on Raw. You can't keep a you know a lock on your superstars." That's the only mention, not the fact that he lost to to Jeff Hardy. And there were some reports coming in that during the tapings last week, that cross was just being flooded with Jeff Hardy chants, and they had to reshoot that whole segment again.
0: That's a mixed report because there's some people saying that they filmed two different things. So, yes, uh, there, there's a lot of hearsay about that. I think I've heard a lot of people just run to the, the the old windmill and try and burn it down in terms of a proverbial Frankenstein mob rules. Like, look who he said. Da, 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 da. Uh, I've heard many people say, no, they're completely different segments that they taped. Um, And a a clear identifier that will be if you see people in different outfits, people were wearing different outfits. They were the intention was to tape two different, especially if they're taping two or three weeks of television um, to to get this. Also, they may tape some television. They may tape a segment or two and put it in a live show later on. And you don't know the difference. Sometimes that's very true. Yeah, there, there's a lot of times they've done that with studio shows. There's times when they've done like the live stuff of SmackDown and the Thunderdome, where there were chunks of the show that were taped, chunks, and then the rest of it was live. Uh, they've done stuff like that. So it's to say that is you, that's just hearsay. Like you just don't know it, and like I said, people, enough people get into the uh, rumor and they start going with it.
1: Exactly, you're absolutely right. And and our prime example of that was back when. Um... When NXT was back at Full Sail here in Orlando, I've gone to plenty of their tapings. And in one of their tapings, because at that time, before they were live on the USA Network, they would record or film three or four episodes of NXT ahead of time. Big block
0: tapings, four episodes. Big block tapings. You'd be
1: there for about four and a half hours in the crowd. One of the tapings, there was a match with Dominic Dijakovic, and I believe it was... I forgot who it was, but they had to do the match two times because something didn't go right in the first match. So they had to do it all over again. But this so is the best thing have... tape
0: TV. You get to do it and again if true. you want to do it
1: again. You know, it's like I,
0: I was at a SmackDown. This is like early mid 2000s, right? I remember the world's greatest tag team did oh, wow. something. on. They were, it was, this was when SmackDown was taped. It would be taped on. A Tuesday and it would air on like a Thursday or a Friday. I think yeah. it was back
1: when they and were on sci-fi, right? Back yeah, they...
0: uh, maybe maybe it was maybe it was even uh, UPN or CW, whatever. So they they did something in the match where like they had a move and the, it it played into the finish. And they did like clearly there was something that just didn't work. It didn't look bad from the angle and up in the Chiefs. I was like, what, what? Oh, they're doing the exact same move again, like twenty or thirty seconds later, and you could tell like what they were doing. And it was a multi-person spot and it didn't look great. And then like, like, like they were about to bring the guy in for the pin and you can hear the referee like get in somebody's ear and then boom, 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 get him out of the ring. And they almost do the whole thing again and reframe a four person maneuver and uh, they could cut the audio from either one if they wanted to, you know, it's up to them, you know. And anyone can do this. Anyone says this is only WWE does it. No, anyone can do this. This is done with any TV show that is taped. This is done with any talk show, anything. All right. It's worth noting that WWE is a television show first, then it's a wrestling show. <laughs> you know, like like, like <laughs> and, and you got you have to think about that too here too um so before we get into some questions we'll take some questions we haven't done some questions in a while so yeah we got one well, sure
1: before we, before we get into question. but this is like the most common question that we get kevin hey kevin jose does this mean that the, we're gonna get storylines with raw versus nxt like the blue blood versus wcw I want an invasion. Well, Am I getting an get invasion? We got this question at least two times per episode. Every we get a variation day.
0: of this. We get a variation <laughs> of this. Of what is you gonna come and destroy Monday Raw? <laughs> like, or what is SmackDown gonna come? Could uh, could AEW come and destroy Monday Raw? Could this person like? It's always okay. they have to show up and everything has to be destroyed.
1: I just, no. see man. <laughs> I just want to see somebody destroyed, man. I just want to see the world see burn. Him. I just want to see chairs flying and people getting knocked out. <laughs> Listen, there's
0: no current like NXT versus the world storyline uh, as as it pertains to things now. Maybe it develops and goes somewhere. Uh, obviously, if you're an NXT fan, that show is kicking ass right now. Uh, it does feel like some steam's been taking on a carrying cross with this raw stuff. But he won. He beat Keith Lee. Like, like, like I mean, like if you're complaining about it, he won, he won a match. So it's
1: bittersweet, man. It's bittersweet. That's all I have to tell you. From, tell
0: me about my- this robot. What is going on with the raw <laughs> robot? I saw this last night. I was like, oh, this is all right. I guess this is adorable.
1: So, so you know how the NFL has their own version of this. You know, CGI robot, yeah. Cetus it's on and the NFL and Fox. Yeah, well, WWE has their own version of a robot <laughs> called The Robot. Robot there it, is, it debuted last night on Monday night raw, and they really haven't acknowledged it, like they haven't even named it or anything like that. But the internet is taking this by a storm right now. Uh, a Maybe lot of memes. How many memes? Uh, I can't even count right now, but it looks like they're trying to go that NFL route, kind of have like a little mascot to accompany the show. Funny enough, we haven't seen this on SmackDown only on Raw, so maybe we get a blue version of this little robot buddy come Friday night. But uh, but what do you think of WWE kind of piggybacking off the NFL here? I think this
0: is just another example of WWE, I don't want to say too stylized, but certainly stylized as a television show. And that's the purpose of this. The purpose of this is how much can we dress up the show? And then you can insert advertising mentions in that. You see this on SmackDown quite a bit with the augmented reality. This match is brought to you by Geico. And like you see a big wraparound graphic that hovers over the crowd and stuff like that. And they do them with the intros. This is just another extension of that. How much can we dress up what you see on screen instead of it just being arena screen, you know, like they want to like make the show look different. You know, so it just doesn't feel the same. And for some people, that isn't that big of a deal. For them, it is. Uh, And for maybe advertisers, it is. And maybe for the network that you're doing, it is. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, Anyone who's freaking out about it is just wanted to watch Raw and yell about something.
1: Uh, I want to see no computer-generated robot while I'm watching WWE Raw Monday nights. The robot is for children. Is this Disney? Oh, there it is. It's Disney. (laughs) yeah
0: if you see people say that it makes sense yeah but like wwe's the disney wrestling guys that's not too far off
1: but maybe they should have designed this thing a little bit more menacing looking you know this just looks too friendly like it's it looks like like wally yeah it doesn't look like i'm watching a wrestling show wally
0: yeah wwe yeah uh dan william uh kuzak saying raw robot looks better than the gobbledygooker so
1: who knows? Hey, <laughs> I just listen. I had to cover this story because people were just shitting on it left and right, and I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm going to put it over. I'm going to put it something.
0: over. What is the coolest thing in wrestling? What have I told you? What is the coolest thing for people to do in wrestling on the internet? Even if they, even if they like WWE, oh, they're not going to say they like WWE. They're going to say, I watch WWE. I used to like it. Now I just crap on it. Right? You know, you and I have covered this. Is a, this is a beaten horse. The most played out gimmick on the internet, following wrestling, is it's a WWE
1: bl- Pokemon. Edgar yeah. Hernandez nailed it. There it is.
0: Yes, the most played out gimmick in all of internet wrestlingdom is just blindly crapping on whatever WWE does.
1: Played out. It's a dead meme, and it, it and it's not going to stop anytime soon. No,
0: no, it's, it's never because it's stop. indulgent. And then when people enjoy something, it's well, no, I like that performer. You know, I just don't like this. I just don't I like, don't like how Vince.
1: Rolling. I just don't like how Vince is booking my guy when yeah. my guy is a seven-time champion and he's still not being booked. Vince, I don't like what Vince is doing, Kevin.
0: Michael Kent saying WWE is for kids now. It has been for kids for a long time. Nothing wrong with it being for kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, nothing wrong for that. Uh, By the way,
1: speaking of, speaking of uh, being stuff being for kids, completely non wrestling related, sure. Have you checked out the new Masters of the Universe cartoon on I, Netflix? I saw
0: the trailer, it looks really cool. Uh, oh. I saw the trailer for it. I know Kevin Smith wrote on this, uh, and it looks just like a fun, over the top. It's like, a ex- cool he executive
1: show. produced it, he created it, he directed it, he did the whole thing behind it. it was yeah, is, is it a good watch. Fan- oh. Three syllables for you. A-may-zing. How many episodes? Five. So it's a two-part series. Five episodes are about 20, 25 minutes um, each one. But mm-hmm. really cool, the first episode just leaves your jaw dropping. I'm not going to okay. spoil it for anybody, but if you guys are He-Man, Masters of the Universe fans, nostalgia, check it out. Kevin Smith did the franchise well, that's all. It, it look
0: it has big anime vibes to it. It has like like they gave it the the, the Japanese anime dusting in terms of the look and the scale of everything. The way it looks on image, I I I from what I saw, it looked all right. So I, I have, do you have to check it out here. Uh You want to jump into some questions here for some people while yeah. before we uh, sign off here? There's a couple. There's a couple I'm trying to look for here. Uh, there was Let's one that like, you guys are flying by here with this. There was one here that one that somebody had uh that flew past me and i just can't see it. if you guys if you put a question in, the, in there can you drop it again because i'm trying and to if find we, it.
1: yeah and if we don't answer guys we apologize we get tons of comments coming in at the same time and sometimes mm-hmm. we miss these questions so if you want go ahead and read uh, go ahead and type here we it go. in again in the comment section here we go victor uh, we nash victor thank nash. you All there right. we go What we got here?
0: do you guys think it's going to be a fatal foray for the raw women's championship because becky is supposed to return what do you think of the situation with the raw women's championship nikki ash uh you know people said uh A. S. H. that she was not over at house shows this past
1: weekend, but she came out to a pretty big reaction this past Monday. I'm actually kind of surprised on how soon they announced this matchup four weeks ahead of SummerSlam. We haven't even announced the main titles yet, and they're already announcing the Raw Women's Championship for a triple threat match. Um, Do I like this? Yes, I do. One, you can protect Rhea. Um, you can you can put over Nikki Ash on this and make her even bigger if you want wanted to, but I think the real name here, the the, the real thing of the game for Nikki Ash, is to have that one on one marquee match against one of these women and really get over on her. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily putting her in a triple threat match in you know in, in one of your biggest shows of the year at SummerSlam is necessarily a good thing. Now, for it to change into a fatal four way. I don't know. I don't know about that because I have a really strong feeling that Becky is not going to end up on Raw. I think she might end up on SmackDown to be with Daddy Rollins, of course. Uh, but that's just me. I could be completely wrong. I don't know if we're going to see a fatal four way. I'm okay with a triple threat right now.
0: Uh, Dro has a question here. Kev, Jose, what is Karrion Cross's submission finisher? Is it? What is, is the cross jacket? It's just a. The cross a- jacket. Yep. It's a rear naked choke gold, right? Am I correct? Yep. Is that is that what he has? Like, uh, yep. I was, I was going to say, once once I had asked that question, I was like, I think I know the name of that move. You know, they it's haven't really, jacket. like, yeah, the cross jacket. I was like, I'm pretty sure. I well, know he has around. two.
1: He has two finishers. The, the cross jacket is the submission. And then you got the elbow to the back of the neck, which I forgot what it was called. Something blade. I forgot what it was called. I'm How not as that.
0: into that as I am the cross jacket.
1: No. See, but the thing is that he changed up his finisher because his finisher used to be the Saito Doomsday Suplex. Yes. That was his finisher, and that's it. I like that because I think that's a lot more explosive. You can end the match with that, and you look strong. I don't like the forearm to the back of the head that much.
0: Uh, a couple questions here uh, from different people. Continuing to be uh, carrying cross, quite the topic here. Um, does Joe does beat him for the title?
1: I want to say yes. I want to say that this is going to be that match to put that title back on Samoa Joe so we can give the farewell to Cross on NXT, put him on Monday Night Raw full-time, and uh, have him go for a major title over there. I would love to see Samoa Joe, but you know what? They're swerving us on SmackDown, so who's not to say that they'll swerve us on NXT? I don't know. Maybe Maybe Samoa Joe will is not allowed to compete for a title, but if he beats Samoa Joe, he has to vacate the title. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of ways you could work it around.
0: It is pretty cool, and I do like that the idea that we won't see him in a match until he returns at this takeover. You get the big payoff there in that regard. So, I mean, that, that does become an attraction unto itself. Speaking of attractions, on our most recent Top Story video yesterday, we talk about AEW's reported massive plan for CM Punk. Now, is he heading there? All signs point in that direction, and SportsKey cannot confirm it. No one really can. But if if he is indeed going to All Elite Wrestling, if CM Punk is indeed All Elite Wrestling, how does one of the biggest sports arenas in the United States play into this? An arena synonymous with Michael Jordan. That story is now in yesterday's SportsKey to Top Story of the Day video. Great if you haven't story, checked it out. Story. If you haven't checked it out, it is quite quite the thing. I'm very proud of the thumbnail graphic. As a I, I love goat. how
1: you included the great, the goat in there. Michael Jordan, Henson. he is still, the true goat,
0: still the goat, still the goat. Anyone wants to argue with me about that? We'll nobody will nobody will
1: ever be able to beat him?
0: <laughs> Those
1: numbers ever. <laughs>
0: Uh, one more question before we get out of here. Keith Lee, obviously, Keith Lee's been back in my run now for two weeks. He has not won a match, but has had high-profile matches, as we already covered. Uh, and uh, uh, I want to help. I'm saying Skisona is texting you're saying, "What do you think of Keith Lee turning heel over time due to his constant losses since his return? His constant losses. Lost two matches.
1: Two matches. Two and matches he lost before that." didn't he lo- didn't lose before before he went on hiatus you lost yep. before that too you did yep. all right um this is actually a great formula to turn Keith Lee into a heel um I personally would absolutely love this is just me dream booking is having Keith Lee align himself with MVP and Bobby Lashley and go for that United States title with the hurt business I think that would be fantastic <clears throat> I don't think this is going to happen but if you do turn Keith Lee heel, you need to do it smart because Keith Lee is such a beloved character right now. He's yeah. really liked, you know. Yeah. And and turning him heel, you need to do it in a smart way. You can't just have him turn on the crowd. You need to have a do it do it in a smart way where, yeah, you know he's a heel, but yet you still like him. So I'd love to see him in a really tag terrible.
0: team. I would love to see him in a tag team with somebody and have a, like uh, a different dynamic.
1: Him and Bronson reading an attack. Oh, team. come <laughs> on now.
0: Come on. I just don't don't give me <laughs> that. I w- I'm totally done with it. Uh, last question of the date. Danny Barron has an AEW question. Are you looking forward uh, to the Hukalo? I hope I'm saying that correctly. Versus Archer and Jericho versus Nick Cage matches on AEW this Wednesday. If Nick Cage loses, do you think it will introduce another? Uh, a three man, maybe Kurt and Lance. Uh, dynamite on a roll here uh, with with some shows here. I think there's some really interesting things. There's some things that people say are interesting on the show that are not, in my opinion. Uh, but I do think the show is red, red hot right now, uh, coming into uh, a good run here in all out. It's worth noting we don't we have maybe one match we know for sure on all out. We know we're going to get Jericho versus MJF. And we know we're going to get a uh, page versus Kenny Omega. Those sell the show. The show uh, ticket wise is sold out just because the interest in AEW in general is so high. Uh, and then the potential, you know, rumor and speculation about who's going to show up. I think people would buy tickets for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you just knew the guy was going to show up and there was no matches, people would still buy tickets for that.
1: You uh, imagine that, all, you know, out of all these rumors and everybody chiming and talking. And when time comes for it to happen. It doesn't happen. But yet, let's say CM Punk does come to AEW. It was like, well, what about Daniel Bryan? Shows up at SummerSlam. Good point. I I mean, it could happen. And remember, guys. None of this has been confirmed by anyone. These are highly speculated, highly rumored stories that we've been covering extensively here. Yes. Now, check out,
0: like, if you haven't seen it, go watch yesterday's top story. Like, the plan that is laid out for CM Punk, if, if he does, and it seems like he is going to, at this point, things can change. Worth noting. WWE is in Chicago <laughs> next Monday night. So, like, if you want to see a book, see a book and show up in Chicago <laughs> okay. at WWE.
1: I mean, I so don't think th- I'm
0: not telling you that that's happening, but I'm saying there was a possible th- this is one of those possibilities, right? We're gonna Listen, watch, were- <laughs> watch over under, over under, and you and I being asked about that before Monday is gonna be oh. hot. Uh, All right, One more question. I said we were done, but you guys threw one in here in the last
1: minute. I got the perfect answer answer for for you, Victor, and this is going to be the most biased question you will People listening on the
0: podcast, the question that Victor sent in is, who do you guys think is going to be the first one to beat uh, Omega? Give me your biased
1: answer. This is going to be the most biased answer from left field. It's going to be Miro, and it's going to be Miro becoming a double champion, the first double champion in AEW.
0: I'm of the thought that Paige wins. In, in I'm sure the way. it will be, but
1: yeah. I, you know they've just been disrespecting Miro so much over the last three weeks. He hasn't had a match in two weeks. He's gonna have a match tomorrow. He should have had a match during Fighter Fest. He should have been defending that TNT title. Why isn't he? Why are they not showing love to Miro? The disrespect is real in AEW for Miro. I'm telling you.
0: Remember when he like won the TNT title and everyone's like red hot? See how like how how quickly people can cool off. It's crazy. People are yeah. like consume and, and and turn it out like crazy. Uh, and we're doing that as well. We're producing so much content. If you guys haven't checked it out, go watch it on all of our separate channels. Uh, we also have the podcast channel up as well. Uh, we'll be dropping some uh, exclusive interview audio that we have as well. If you haven't seen those interviews, we're gonna have the interviews over there. We do top stories over there. Vince Russo covered money at RAW. We have Dutchman tell covering SmackDown every Friday, a ton of stuff. stuff. You're going to be busy tomorrow night after AEW Dynamite covering NXT as well. So a lot to get into a lot, a lot to get into a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, If you guys haven't done it, go ahead and give him a follow. Jose underscore G underscore official. Give me a follow on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. If you haven't done it, subscribe to our channel. All right. And most importantly, when watching wrestling do the most important thing, which is what Jose guys, just make sure
1: you enjoy wrestling. Enjoy. Have it. a good night. Have a good Enjoy night. It. Bye. Enjoy. It.